With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Time to fire up the grill. Time to go to Total Wine and find the perfect flavor to pair with those burgers. Ooh, I love their beer cooler. <laughs> you love their prices even more. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Hello, good evening and welcome to the Fatback 4 Daily. It is Tuesday night and Liverpool have beaten Shrewsbury 1-0 in the FA Cup 4th round replay and progressed to face Chelsea at Stamford Bridge in the 5th round. Uh, youngest ever Liverpool side, I think it was mentioned in the commentary, um, that commentary that we weren't meant to see, the FA didn't want you to see, but look, we got there in the end, We all, most of us got to see it, I think, and uh, we got on well. This show was brought to you by Paddy Power, a bookies, a website and an app. If you gamble, please gamble responsibly. And let's just get on with it. The kids are all right. And here we go. The Fatback 4 Daily, Tuesday night. Liverpool are true to the fifth round of the FA Cup to face Chelsea after beating Shrewsbury at Anfield. I have Keith with me. And Keith, um, the FA didn't want us to see this game in any way, shape or form. A lot of people managed to actually see the game. And I have to say, it was one of the most enjoyable games I've watched all season. Sitting there, no pressure. And I just thought the kids that played tonight were brilliant from start to finish. They were amazing. Yeah, they were. They put in a great shift. And you're right, it was a cracking game. Um, you are looking at it and... From the very start, you could see they were confident. They were technically they were very good. You know, as you'd expect, they were knocking the ball around. They were they were playing nice stuff. Shrewsbury were only looked to be interested in kicking them, and that's how the game started to pan out. Shrewsbury done nothing, and uh, yeah, it was great, great yep. to see them. It was brilliant. Like, and, and when you see the, the lineup, was there was no surprises in it. It was just a case of what young lad will come on and play, and where would he play? You know, like there was talk Larucci. There was injury updates on him. Adam Lewis plays left back. Uh, Keanu Hoover and Van der Berg play centre half. Kelleher's in goal. Nico Williams, Shiravella plays Jones. You know, it, it just it, when you see the lineup, you thought really, really young. I thought Shrewsbury might bully them a little bit, but I have to be honest with you, first half, Liverpool controlled, I think they did about 67, 68% of possession, and if anyone looked to score in the first half, bar probably one corner, I think, from Shrewsbury, but, but Liverpool looked really, really good in the first half. Yeah, it was it was quite surprising, do you know, I, the same as yourself, Gav, I was expecting Shrewsbury to just come out and um, get on top, you know, be physical and just some of the lads maybe to crumble. And especially when you saw the team, she, um, in the midfield, um, the midfield three, I thought, right, geez, they might get, they might get a bit of joy in there. But no, like, Chiravella again, stands up and puts in another good performance. Uh, it's, it's brilliant. It's great to see. And the confidence that that'll give to them, I, look, going forward, we'll, we'll, 
talk about the next round and all later on, I'm sure. But, you know, they, they're doing themselves no harm um, putting themselves in the mix for that game. Right, we're not going to put a team like that out again. But they went and they done what was, well, not what was expected of them. They surprised everyone. And it was just, um, it, it was a shame that it wasn't on the telly. You know what I mean? That people, everyone didn't get to watch it. Um, people that, you know, can't, uh, are maybe technically gifted, you know, um, couldn't get to watch that because it was a really exciting, good game of football and it was well worth watching. The quality was there and I thought the quality was there from Liverpool in the first half, oh, yeah. you know. Like you said, technically they were very good. They were getting the ball down. They were quite patient. If they had the ball on the halfway line and nothing was on, they went back, they, they recycled it across the pitch and they kept going. Um, look, there's loads of comments coming in here. I'm not ignoring you. Um we, we, I will get them comments as quick as I possibly can. But, Keith, for such a young side to come out there tonight and like sticking with the first half, it would have been easy for them to be a little bit hesitant, a little bit nervous, you know, overhitting passes or being yeah. too eager to get forward, maybe cut out position. But they had a really good shape about them. They had a really good way of playing. They had it. They obviously had, you know, there's not there's no way they were going into the game with with no strategy. But they they. They carried that out, whatever Critchley told them, they carried it out really, really well in the first half particularly. They did. And, you know, it was a, a good crowd. Well, did you get the attendance figures? Like It was, it it looked was fairly sellout. packed, you know. Yeah, it looked like yeah. there wasn't many spare seats no, and that. And that brings its own sort of pressure as well, I suppose, for them um, in a game that, even though they were at home, a lot were maybe expecting Shrewsbury to to really pull up to them and bully them, you know, and they didn't. And like that, like I said, that brings its own pressure that they had to they had to withstand that. But they they just played. They as you say, they had a plan and they stuck to that. And they were very calm, which was quite surprising. I mean, I was worried about maybe the keeper and the centre backs. I mentioned that on the club pod last night. You know, I was a bit worried about that. I'll tell you, they done well tonight. Yeah, they done absolutely Do you know brilliant. I mean? Like. We go through the game quickly, and because I want to talk more probably about players than than anything yeah. else, you know. Um, but look, a couple of people are asking Mavericks asking how did Van der Berg and Hoover do um, in defence? They done very well. I think they yeah. done very well. Very they stood impressed. up. They stood up physically. There was a couple of balls in behind them at the back. Hoover has great pace and um, great recovery pace. Nico Williams, um, like Megan says, there he thought she thought Nico Williams was brilliant. He was, um, and yeah. I want to get onto him a little bit more as we go as we go on through it. Um, the defence wasn't tested since Centurion. No, the, not really. I have to be honest with you, but I thought. That was down to us, I think, surprising them with air quality a little bit, Centurion. Now, maybe going over the top here, but I thought air quality, especially in the first half, surprised them. And they were, instead of coming out looking to bully us and maybe, you know, get up the pitch that way, they, they kind of stood off and went, hold on, these are better than we thought. You know, because a lot has been put on this over the over the last week, 10 days, with regards to Klopp won't be there and things like that. But I think... I think this team that went out tonight surprised even Liverpool fans. So them players on the pitch for Shrewsbury or Shrewsbury, wherever way you want to say it, um, I think they were t- a little bit taken aback. Jones and Williams, the, the Jones and Williams deserve to play against Chelsea, says JJ. Nordred says uh, Williams uh, gave the defender nowhere to go, but into his own net, or it was uh, and it was on. That was it was an unfortunate on goal for that lad. What he was doing, yeah. I don't know. But going through the game, like the first half, th- there wasn't a hell of a lot of. Um, Go-mount action, I suppose. Nico Williams no. does break through and hits a good shot across um, across the keeper that goes just yeah. wide. It was a great move as well. <laughs> the build, so that was excellent. Absolutely. And 
we are probing quite well. Second half starts, uh, they get into it a bit more. They 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 do. They seem to push up the little push up the pitch a bit more. And I, I was starting to worry where their legs go because these are full time professionals playing. You know, yeah. You know, like I suppose physical games and 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 in the league they're in, they're probably playing on average every four or five days. So the the fitness might be there. But exactly, they're the team of men, and they're yeah. you know they're they're playing at a certain level that you know they're not the best maybe technical ball players in the world it's not really a dig at them you know it's just that's the way it is and you'd expect that they would have uh, imposed their own strengths on it and and they just didn't I mean they did get a bit of a, a bit of a foothold in it in the second half but then I mean if you look at this right if you haven't seen the match tonight and you look and you'll see Liverpool won 1-0 and it was an own goal you might think oh, maybe they were lucky no such thing the second half Liverpool were putting them like corner after corner they were putting in dangerous crosses they were yes, really they were right. yep. building they, they putting great moves together like it was just a constant pressure it was really impressive um, and if you go back even to the first half Curtis Jones today he's doing um, Rabona crosses he's he's doing little uh, drag back nutmegs yep. it's it, you know confidence um, as he was the captain and it just started to spread through it was um, it was a very very good performance by the boys it really was, was. It, re- it really really was and like uh, anybody watching this on YouTube please please like hit the like button it's very important hit the subscribe button hit the bell icon and every time we go live you will get a notification if you're watching on Periscope Twitter please share it to your timeline that's all we're asking um, but look the game, the game goes on. Now they have a goal disallowed, and I'm going to be honest with you. I've watched the back a couple of times. I have got a bit of a head cold, so maybe my eyes are affected as well. But I struggled to see where the offside wasn't it. Now I yeah. did see after four or five replays that he said that the left back taking taking possession of the ball when he lays it back for a cross. I think it is. It, that's where the the offside comes from. I thought it was a bit harsh, but having said that, Keith, I thought it was a bit harsh on us because. Up until then, we dominated that game, and yeah. it would have been extremely unlucky for our players to go go a goal down in them circumstances after dominating for it was a probably 55, 60 yeah. minutes at that stage. It, it would have been, it would have been a tough one there because, um, you know, would the heads have dropped? Would, um, would they Shrewsbury got on top of on top of them then? But we'll never know that, and you know, we don't need to know that they, they just kept going then. They didn't let that affect them. Right, it got disallowed. But, you know, they didn't. Some, sometimes you can crumble. In the the Carling, or the Carabao Cup game against Villa, we started off quite well in that game as well. And when Villa scored and scored, we sort of, the heads went. You know, and it was a yeah. similar young side. There was no, no experienced heads. And there was a worry. If that had been allowed, maybe something like that could have happened again. But, yeah. no, they stuck with it and they, they kept their plan. Uh, yeah, really good. Because I, I I thought going into the game, you know, I, I'm not going to pretend I gave this game loads and loads of thought, but I did think with such a young side, if you do go a goal down, the likes of Shrewsbury would just sit back, try be yeah. disciplined, try be physical, try bully, and try hit you on the break with you know a big lad up front with a bit of pace, a bit of strength, and uh, you know, and it, it may go against us. But I was delighted to see it ruled out. Uh, people said there that um. JJ said the radio said it was offside. Glenner said the offside was in the first phase in the build-up. He totally missed it. Uh, North Red says Jones is 100% ready for the first team bench. Barry Carr said it was offside. Half a stride at most, but clear as day. I just couldn't see it. Whatever, whatever 
feel I had watching it. Yeah. Whatever angle it was at, I was like, I still can't see this. I thought it was the original shot that hit Kelleher. I thought maybe yeah. the guy that nodded her in was offside, but the commentator did say a little bit later on it was that left back, I think, that was offside. Um, but look, the goal obviously doesn't get us down because they get a reprieve me. And it seemed to spring us on again. And we did have, like you said, corner after corner, lovely interplay. It wasn't, it wasn't a case just lashing balls in the box and no, fellas no, heading it behind. It was lovely interplay that was forcing yeah. corners. And, and look, the goal itself, their keeper throws it out and, you know, Williams intercepts it, gets her on the sideline. He hits a really good ball. It's actually a yeah. really good ball that puts the defender. That's what, what caused the problem for the defender. It's not that one day he thinks I can leave that goal. It's too long because I think it's Harvey Elliott hovering. But yeah, he's in right behind him. What's he doing with it? What's he doing with the header? Because I don't want Listen, if the keeper had come too far and he nodded the past him, you go, okay. But he loops that over the keeper. Yeah. Like, even if the keeper's on his line, it's he's a gonna very, cause him problems. It's a very dangerous yeah. header, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And look, it's Roshan Williams was uh, a few years ago was very highly rated at United and now he's playing for Shrewsbury, you know, so maybe he's not the best decision maker. Um bit harsh on him probably he's only a young flea, you know what I mean? But I, I didn't understand what he was what he was trying to do. And look, in the first game against him, Love's own goal as well was a bit of a moment of madness and maybe it was just the pressure. You know, it was a full house at Anfield. I know they were playing against Liverpool's under whatever it was, under 19, 19 or whatever. Yeah. Um, but maybe it was just a, a bit of a, a, a lapse in in his thinking because, yeah, it, it was a mad it was a mad header. As I said, if the keeper doesn't come out for it, he's still, you know, it's not just an easy header back to him. Like, so, yeah, I, didn't, I don't know what he was thinking, what was going through his head. Yeah, it was a bit of a strange one, but look, it goes in. And for such a young side, it's... It's a bit of luck you probably deserve or you, you look for as as, as a young well, side. For the effort they put in, I think it, it was well deserved. You know, whatever way it came, you know, just build on it. You yeah. know, they 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 didn't uh, they they kept going as well. It wasn't like they were just like, oh, we got this lucky goal. Let's We've hold on. Let's have yeah. what we hold. Yeah, yeah. batting down the hatches. It didn't change like them at all, didn't it? It didn't change no. their outlook. It didn't change their style of play. And and like the comment, the commentator I was watching, it might have been a BT commentator actually. I did see Steve McManaman after the game near the tunnel. Was was he being working for BT there? I, I'm not too sure. Maybe they have a highlights package that he's going to work on. But yeah. it's it's um it's. The way what impressed me a hell of a lot was, like I said, they don't change what they're doing. They 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 stay at the, they, they stick to their principles. They play ball, you know. They they recycle it when they need to. They get forward. They hold it. They look for little interchanges in around Shrewsbury's box, and you know towards the end, like you're looking, you're going. There's five minutes left here, and then you're probably looking at three or four minutes. So you're probably looking at around ten minutes. Um, yeah. I thought they managed it brilliantly. I thought they yeah. managed it really well. They they kept the ball when they needed to. They pressed when they needed to to keep Shrewsbury from getting up the pitch. And when it did happen to get up the pitch, they defended really well. They were really solid in the air. They snapped into tackles. And, yeah. And they managed and, it really And they well. time-wasted as well when they needed to. You know, for an inexperienced team, yeah. you know, they were going into the corner when they needed to go into the corner as well. And that was great to see. Yeah, no, it was 
It was just, I just thought, I just thought it was excellent. Glenner says, uh, Bobby Duncan would have got opportunities if he had have stayed. Um, look, I'm uh, not going into Bobby Duncan. I'm being honest with you. Um, I didn't, I, couldn't he not get a loan deal to Sunderland um, towards the end of the window Chris Brack says this result is perfect Klopp and the fourth team rested youngsters getting vital experience Liverpool's still able to stick two fingers up to the FA um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Centurion says Milner near the coach has been show, uh, showering Ribena like champagne <laughs> Darren Dunbar says does this now delay the title win in March as we had to postpone a game I believe the Crystal Palace game has moved now Yeah. so that'll probably be be moved to, it can't be moved to another weekend they're going to have to throw that somewhere in midweek somewhere yeah they um, have to slot that in somewhere so yeah, listen if it comes down to winning the league at Palace you might want to start booking off a Wednesday morning or a, a Wednesday or a Thursday off work because you will be out on it um, that uh, when Liverpool win that but I, I have a little feeling it'll be before that yeah. um, and the Bournemouth one is the one that keeps popping up in my head but then, then my prediction would be wrong wouldn't it um, or would it I'm not too sure uh, the the Arab commentators hype everything up. Throw ins in the final tour were spoken of, like penalties. Says Dylan O'Rourke. A couple yeah. of air lads said the same. Uh, Keith, I you enjoyed watched, them. You, yeah, yeah, you loved it, didn't you? I did. I enjoyed the Arabic uh, commentary. I thought it was great. I did. I'm not gonna lie. Didn't understand the word they said, but you know, I, I got into the spirit of it. You know, you could sort of follow. It was I said that Dylan was it that Dylan, they were yeah. cheering on throws yeah. dead right. I was actually. Um, Looking at something else, I had my earphones in and uh, I heard a scream and I was like, what's going on here? thought there was a goal or something. Went over and it was a good throw. Yeah. Ah, this is great stuff. Yeah, it's... Um it was, it was adds brilliant. to the magic of the cup, you know. It was absolutely brilliant. Um, like um, when you do get when you have to watch, it's rare now you'd have to watch anything on an Arab, an Arab stream or an Arabic stream. But when you do have to watch it, it's absolutely brilliant. Yeah. Um, I know Mobro is 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 brilliant for the Arab streams. Um. Newcastle just scored with five minutes of extra time to go. I thought yeah. they were winning 2-0. They were, yeah. Oxford got back into the extra not, time now. Yeah, it's extra not. time. Okay. Five uh, minutes of extra time left. They're after uh, scoring. Okay, Avo backs that up and says Newcastle have just scored. Listen, lads, um, we're going to probably go till probably 11 o'clock if Keith allowed up that long. Yeah, long. Yeah. Um, usually is. Uh, we had great... No, we, me and Keith had great fun the last time with random questions, so fire them at us and we'll, um, we'll, get, we'll, get, them, we'll get going on them in the next couple of minutes. Anything you want. Because um, when it comes to games like this, we... Don't put a hell of a lot of analysis into it. We talk about a couple of players, but we like the random stuff, especially midweek to keep us going. Um, alas, as Barry Carr, a throw in on midfield. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. They're brilliant. They're like, they're literally the complete opposite of Martin Tyler. Um, yeah. unbelievable. Oxford scored in the 84 to 94 minutes, says Chris Brack. I literally looked at that and thought, oh, Newcastle winning 2 0, that must be over. Uh, let me see. If we beat Chelsea, sorry, Glenner. Good man, yeah. Glenna, I, lo- I like Glenna. He, he he goes off and he finds shit and he comes back to me and I like it. He said, if we beat Chelsea, the Palace game is rearranged. Ah, lovely. Okay. Um, obviously there's a rearrangement after the fifth round. Grant Darren Dunbar says, do we go full strength against Chelsea or play just the core of the youngsters with squad players? Someone will have to tell me where the Chelsea game fits in in around fixtures. If somebody can come back and tell me what weekend that is between two fixtures, I'll let you know what I think with regards to going full strength. Are the fourth I think it'll with- be a mix. I think it could be a mix of the fourth team and a few of the youngsters, but I think it'll be more um, experienced than what we saw tonight. You know, I wouldn't say we'd see many of them boys. No. You're, you're but, you know, it's a game at, at Stamford Bridge. They could play it on O'Connell Bridge for all I care. The Reds are going to march on. Do you know what I mean? So, I don't give a show who plays at this stage. You know, you get that buzz from watching the young fellas tonight and uh, you wouldn't mind seeing one or two of them in with maybe a few fringe players or players that need coming back from injury. 
um, like I said, they've done themselves no, uh, no harm. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Barry Holmes says, are the first team away in the sun or just giving time off? From like I understand they've been given a week off and then they come back and then they have a week. And what I've read is that it will be like a mini preseason for a week and we'll be raring to go when we play Norwich. Uh, March 2nd, uh, says Darren Dunbar. Is that the next round of the cup? March 2nd? Sounds about right, doesn't it? What are we on? What are we on now? Are we in February? Can't even remember if we're in yeah, February. Yeah. Are we? Yes, the fourth. Is he? Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, Mick Jones says, Grizz keeps tweeting that a deal is nearly done for a certain player in the summer. Any idea? Uh, Grizz has spoken to me an awful lot about Timo Werner. Um, if that helps, I'm not too sure. But he has talked an awful lot about Timo Werner. So you'll have to go and ask him, Mick. Go and ask him and demand an answer from him. Um, he can't be doing cryptic stuff and then expecting people not to ask him exactly what he's talking about. Uh, let me see. Let me see. Uh, it's Mick. It's midweek commencing the 2nd of March, as Chris, Chris Brack, after Wofford away and before Bournemouth at home. Okay. Uh, the the fifth round is midweek? Is that true? Yeah, I thought I heard something. They were trying to squeeze midweek. The fifth round of the FA Cup is midweek? Wouldn't surprise you. They they played and throw games all over the place. They're only, they're only short of putting FA Cup games on during the week when you're in work. Yeah, one o'clock on a Wednesday. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, oh, jeez, I never knew that the fifth round of the FA Cup was midweek. That's very, very strange, especially for um, for TV companies, you know, because they usually spread it out, don't they, over? Yeah. You know, well, they might be doing Tuesday, Wednesday tours, really, something along them lines. So. Yeah, I, um, thought I, I thought I heard something that uh, they'd moved it to midweek when we were yeah. getting lashed out over for this. You know the way we disrespect it so much? Yeah. And they're saying, oh, we we, we moved game, uh, rounds to midweek and all. That's how it's in my head. Could be wrong. Could have dreamt that, you know. But okay. Paddy, it's in my head for that as well. Paddy says the Chelsea game is Friday the 5th. So with that, does that not move a late game then, no? Surely we'd have a late game Saturday or Sunday. Very strange. Uh, I, I'm not even going to look at it. I'll, I'll have to look into this afterwards because it's it's confusing me now. If we're well, if late in the FA Cup, uh, interrupt your league games. If, if it's Friday the fifth, are we playing on a Monday night then? After that, if it is Friday the fifth, we're playing on a Monday night. Somebody saying it's it's after Watford away. No, now Chris Brack is saying our game is Tuesday the third of March. That makes a bit more sense. So we play Watford on the Saturday. We'll play. Chelsea on the Tuesday and then Bournemouth the following Saturday. Yeah, okay. Uh, Centurion says our game against Man City quickly becoming a charity match. They could be relevant for the only time in the season. Um, it, Chris Pack says on the BBC website it says Tuesday the third of March. So I'll go and look at that afterwards. Sticking in midweek though, and they're talking about disrespecting the FA Cup and they're sticking rounds in midweek. Um, I think is is mad. Now someone may come back and go. No, they've always had a round in midweek, Gav, but I can't ever remember that. Uh, Going to call you Gregorian Gav from now on. You've never a clue what day, month, or year it is, Gav. I genuinely, Avo, you've hit the nail on the head, but because I know it's Tuesday, right? That's it. And the months have completely gone. You see, I'm not on my normal schedule where I'm on every day and I, I have the date and I have to know these things. And when I'm coming on every couple of days now, I'm all over the show. But if you want to call me just Greg for short, you absolutely walk away and do that. Keith, a couple of players I want to speak about uh, in regards to the game, okay? Um, the first one I want to touch on is Curtis Jones. He's named captain tonight. He comes out and I thought it was a captain's performance. I thought he, he was worked hard, um, yeah. skillful on the ball. Yeah, uh, helped his teammates out, uh, uh, particularly uh, Lewis. He got back and he yeah. helped him out as much as he could. S- s- lovely spark, lovely 
signs of really, really intelligent. You, he looks like a player that's training with a force team and played he with does. a force team, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. And he, he's got a, a, an arrogance and a cockiness, as we touched on earlier. He's crossing, using Rabona to cross balls in and nutmegs all over the place. You know, he's he's really good, really confident player. And uh, he's just, he, he looks like he's ready to to really challenge the first team. Now, I'm not saying he's going to break into the, the starting 11, but to be a, a sort of viable option maybe going into next season, um, I think he's, he's doing himself no harm at all. I, do you know something like a bit of skill down at the end line at the Anfield Road in the first half there, he gets a smack in the mouth for it. But yeah. even the confidence to do that, you know, like yeah. it, it would be easy for that to go wrong and people going, he's trying too hard here. You know, play the easy ball. Don't be trying. Don't be going over the top. But the, the confidence to do that, he was getting stuck in. He was drawing fouls. You know, I just thought he was excellent. And, he and, was, pe- he and, was and people have mentioned people have mentioned them. Um, you know, for the force team. Like, I think he's definitely one that would be looking to push into the force team, probably bench wise towards the end of the season and looking to progress even further over the summer yeah. when they're on the summer tour and giving Klopp something to really, really think about. But he's progressed so, so well. Uh, another couple of players, uh, Nico Williams has got an awful lot of mention. Uh, Tiger Tracy says, lads, I agree on Jones, but Williams really excites me. What a player. I have to be honest, Tiger's really good first half. He was breaking down the right. As I said, he had a good shot across the face of the goal. That wasn't far away. I thought he was a bit shaky for five, ten minutes in the second half when I just thought his legs looked drunk because he was trying too many turns in tight spaces when he could have just hit it up the line. But then he just came back to himself and finished the game really strongly. He looks a proper prospect, doesn't he? He does. I mean, he, he looks a great player. And when I first seen him, I thought this young fellow's Elvis death. Like, I, I couldn't really see much in him. Um. But every time I'm seeing him now, it's each game on game, it's it's just improvements all over the place. And you're looking now, you wouldn't be too. I mean, we spoke about this on the club last night again. You know, Liverpool are in a position now where everything is just falling so nicely. Mm. We could have the league wrapped up soon enough, as we all expect. And then you might see Nico Williams getting Premier League games, getting Premier League experience. You mm. know, right, we're not going to want to throw if we have a chance of going unbeaten. But I think he's earned the trust a bit in that if he was to go in, you wouldn't be looking at it. It's not like it's a Randall or anything going in there. Yeah. Or, uh, even a Flanagan. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you're looking and you're thinking, oh, this young is exciting. And he, looks, he, could be. he looks more of an athlete than both of them. Yeah. He looks better going forward than both of them. He's good in a tackle. He just looks a much more rounded player than either yeah. of them two you've mentioned. But on top yeah. of that, he has that little bit of star quality, I think, as well. Yeah. He actually reminds me of Andy Robertson, but on the right, you know, we more so than Trent. Trent's more of a, a more of a ball player, skillful player. He looks more direct and quick, very similar to Robinson. Robertson, you know, he's trying to, you know, slick little passes and getting up the field. He, he really impressed him in the last few games. So I think he's he's uh, making a making a bit of a case to to be considered for squad certainly going forward. Yeah. Home sense. Why is it home sense? The prices make sense. Ooh, outdoor is in. Are those plates melamine? Pretty planters, pillows, lanterns. Pretty much everything outdoor. And the savings. Oh, it makes sense to me now. Out save on outdoor. Find a store at homesense.com. Um Klopt says it says we play Thursday at seven forty five and then Saturday at twelve thirty. This is around the, the next round. I'll I I will go off and look at it. Uh, but it sounds 
But there, here we go. Like, just find the weekend and put the FA Cup in. You know what I mean? It's, I don't know. It's, it's gone beyond the joke now. And then we have all this stuff during the week about club disrespecting cups and, and this, that. And this all came because they were told at the start of the season, don't put any games in there. And then they yeah. went and put a game in there. You know, that kind of way. And people said, oh, well, he'd loads of time to think, to, to know about it. Yeah, he probably did. He probably knew about it from the start of July, but he still wasn't yeah. happy about it. Exactly. You know, that, that, that's it, the point it, on it. He's you know? made a, he's made his own decision on that and he's right to stick to it 100%. I thought all the teams were off this weekend. It was one weekend. There's three or four Premier League games on the weekend. It's like they broke it. Yeah. It's, it's, I thought it was all so it's weird the way they've done it. Yeah, it is. It's just it's just strange. Chris Brack says, Critchley's quote, the manager was buzzing. We've, gi- we've given him a game against Chelsea to look forward to. I'll check my diary. I'm sure I can make myself available that night, says Critchley. You never know. You never know. It depends yeah. on how things how, how things fall. Uh, any chance of putting up a link to where you're streaming on? Everyone I tried tonight blew me out, or is that a bit of a no-no? Uh, I'm not going to put up a link, uh, to be honest with you, Avo. Uh, I'm sure people in here might want to throw it up in the chat as to where they got their stream. I can't stop them doing that, but I can put it up for you. I'm being honest with you. Uh, Edwards is going to sell Pedro Chiravella for 20 million in the summer, says Tyler Smith. Uh, yeah, he may do. He's a free agent in the summer, says Barry Carr. It doesn't matter. Edwards will get 20 yeah. million for him anyway. <laughs> uh, Darren Dunbar says, no way will they fuck with Klopp. Will they fuck Klopp about again? They will be rearranging it now. So uh, we have enough time. Yeah, listen, this all comes back to the World Club Cup and they were looking for, they basically told Liverpool Football Club as an entity that they had to play two official games in two days on yeah. two different continents. Um, you just have to like it alone, but. Yeah, and then kind of blamed, everybody blamed each other because at the end of the day, the, the, the league wanted them, you know, the, the league wanted them to play the League Cup and the likes of the Premier League, the, the FA and UEFA wanted them to play a World Club Cup and then they all just blamed each other and oh, it's not their fault. Uh, but look... Uh, but them Brian, shy pipes are causing us a chance at, at winning everything. You know, we literally had to give up that Carabao yeah. Cup. Yeah. You know, we really had to... We played the game. The young fellas done decent enough but we were against a Premier League team. They did no chance. They were lambs to the slaughter. Mm. And we were made do that. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, so it's a bit, it, it, it rankles a bit now when you think about it, that we could have really been looking at a, a, a League Cup final. Yeah. Do you know what I mean as well? Been. Yeah, yeah. Like, not Red said Klopp has made his point. He was right. Uh, That's right, yeah. Didn't think so, Greg, says Avo. Uh, Greg <laughs> thing is going to stick now. No harm in asking. Avo, one thing I will say to you is, I don't know if people, if, I don't know if people can message other people on YouTube. I'm not too sure. But if you can, and anybody has a decent IPTV, message Avo and tell them what IPTV you have because that's where the links were coming from tonight. On IPTV um, and on your TV subscriptions, people were finding them there. So if you have a decent one that's reliable, uh, give it to Avo and he, it may sort them out. But at the end of the day, it's that's the first game I can remember and I don't know how many years they bar all them in the FA Cup that Liverpool went on the telly. So, yeah. Um, Tyler Smith says, Do you t- still think Liverpool will sign a centre half in the summer with Sepp Vandenberg and Hoover there? Sepp Vandenberg isn't ready. Uh, Hoover is more progressed than him, but I think he might be looked at a right back, although Nico Williams will give you something to think about. Uh, and Tyler backs her up with Lovren and Matip probably be sold. Matip won't, so I think Lovren will. Yeah. But um, we'll have to wait and see. 
Yeah, but we, I think Van der Berg done done a good case himself as well tonight. It was his best performance, I think. Oh boy, since he's come in, well. you know, he looked yeah. very assured, yeah. which he hasn't done in games. Mm-hmm. And um, right, I do agree, he is not ready. He could be still only seventeen, or he might have gone eighteen. He's still very young, very raw. Yeah. He needs to to develop and fill out as well to be playing that. But um, he had a good go. Now I think Keanu Hilver, I thought was nailed on for the right back. And then Williams has come out of nowhere and seems to have, oh, I wouldn't say, have stunted, stunted Hilver's development. It's but, probably diverted it in another direction. Yeah, it probably has. And whoever said that about Matip and Lovren, my thinking on this is that Lovren goes this summer. And I think they might look to move Matip on next summer. Mm-hmm. Because, again, he'd be over 30 if he's not, he's in around that, I think. Um, he is still, you know, he's very injury prone still. Or he, he goes out and stands out. He might look to upgrade um, the centre backs, bring in one for Lovren this summer, and then maybe look to push Hilver up into the the pecking order. You know, so it's good to have them them choices there. Like yeah. Keanu Hilver was widely thought of as a wonder kid, and yeah. when he went into the academy, they were all raving the best we've seen yeah. in years. You know, so they do have high hopes for him. And Magic every time you see him, he's not letting himself, you know, I don't know what he's doing with training, but when he plays the games, he always looks impressive. He he does, and I don't know officially what height he is. He doesn't look the biggest lad in the world, tall, yeah. but good in the air, and his recovery pace is outstanding. Yeah. Uh, really outstanding. Chris Brack reckons we'll sign a centre-half if Lovren lives. I do think we need a proper understudy for Robbo, though. Yeah, that's a good point, but look, isn't it great that we're not worrying about the summer? We're just having a great time. And yeah. w- when we have a great, we just have a great time at the end of the season. And then we'll go and look. And then, no matter how much we kick and scream and shout and give our opinion, which we will, no doubt, oh, during yeah. the summer, um, on this show and on others, Klopp will just make the decision. Now, random questions, get them in. Um, this is your last chance. Get them in and we'll try to go. Uh, who gets a statue first, Klopp or Origi? Who gets the statue first, Keith? Oh, I, I'm thinking Klopp might be ahead of, of Origi. I think, um, you know, Divock has done his, done his bit. He, uh, he shone last year. But in all seriousness, I, I think he, I don't think he's pushed on as much as I would have liked him this year. So that might affect his statue status yeah. I going think, forward. Um, I, I, think, uh, I think Klopp gets a statue. If he lands a league title, I think he deserves one. Um, yeah. Now, I'm saying that Divock can have a statue, put it in Goodison, put it outside Goodison just to wind them up. A statue of him heading the ball after Jordan Pickford flapped at it. A big, huge, a big statue that. on top of the truss. So yeah. when you're in Goodison, you can see it, and they'd have to build another box somewhere. Remember, they built the big box in Goodison. They think the blocker out, to, yeah. To stop you seeing the stand. Yeah, I think that would be brilliant. Uh, Chris Brack wants Henderson to get a statue forced. Um let me see, let me see, let me see. Random, what could be worse, Gav? Watching uh, watching us win the, win the league in, in a room full of Everton fans or a room full of Manchester United fans? Uh, I won't be near either of them when I watch us win yeah. the league. And uh, in fair, I don't, you know, sounds great. <laughs> Fairness, they, they won't be coming out, but when we're winning leagues, the Everton and United fans will be nowhere to be seen. Uh, Centurion says, Gav, a request. Tell Gav to really pour it on 90 minutes. As this Grizz you might be talking about, um, really go for it. It might be Grizz you're talking about. Um, yeah, Grizz having a great time on 90 minutes. Uh, he's a nice gig there. They're good lads there. I know there's a couple of, I think it might be a Man City fan that 
a lot of people don't like, but Grizz having a great time there. And he updates me to tell me that he's had a go at most of them when he goes in there and he's enjoying <laughs> it. Um, let me see. Oh, Tiger Tracy says, lads, people in fancy cars not using their phones instead of Bluetooth. What's your driving pet hate? Uh, indicators are the obvious one. Indicators are the well, obvious Well, you don't like indicators? No, you know people that just come around that around don't. the and just... Ah, yeah. Yeah. You know, I thought have, you had an issue with the indicator. Oh, no, the I don't. I'm not anti-indicator. No, I'm not yeah. anti-indicator. Uh, but pet hate driving. Um, I'll tell you what I do, hey. You know when you're at lights... And yeah. the person that's forced in line, you know, they're at the front of the queue for the light. Yeah. And they're away with the fairies. Yeah. Oh, not worse. You know, now, don't get me wrong. If there's a fella second that's holding, he's a bit off the boil, Grant. Um, but the if, fella in front. If you're ready. at the front, you, you automatically, you have a leadership role here, you know, and you need to really take ownership of the situation. And dilly-dallying, there's no, no place for it. Not at the traffic lights. No, does not. You should be you should be ready to go first in line. Yeah, alert. Uh, Liam Morrissey says, I hope you feel better soon, Gav. Do I sound that bad? Um, yeah, I, I feel ma- massive head cold, but I'll be fine. Bob Paisley's statue took a lifetime to come. It will be Daglish next is not red. Yeah, that's not a bad show. Darren Dunbar says, go the season unbeaten or lose a couple of games and win the FA Cup. But the FA Cup can fuck off. You'd, you'd rather... You'd rather uh, You'd I'd rather, rather an win the season. league an invincible season than Would win you? a league and cup double. Yeah. Would you? League and cup doubles at ten a penny. No, no. No, throw a Champions really. League in there. Well, we won't fucking two of them. Yeah. Ten a penny, you said. Yeah, well we could list loads think, of them. That I think I, I think United only done two in their heyday. Oh, that's far off the blade. That's top far. I know City have probably done City, City have done, done a few of them year. as well. Yeah, but that's a many seasons. Arsenal though. have done it. Chelsea they all done it. Right, okay. Yeah, fuck that. Now, now, uh, you want so, but well, I think, you know, if we were to finish the season with the league, that's all that matters. That's all we really all want, right, is the league. But now that that's looking at, that's taking care of itself, you're looking at what else can you get. And I want us to be breaking records all over the place. It, fantasy stuff now is that we win 37, draw one. Bit of a pain in the bollocks that the draw was against you. No, no I like it. It gives them that little. Yeah, it just gives them sliver. that little thing that, like, as, gives as some, Ole another as somebody, contract. As somebody said to me the other day, if we had 112 points at the end of the season on the 17th of May, I think it is, and a United fan come up to him and said, "Oh, well, we drew about you," he said he'd just tap him on the, he just pat him on the head and say, "Well done." <laughs> and I just <laughs> thought, yeah, I love that. Yeah, I love that. True. Uh, true. Chris Brack wants to win the league in the Champions League. Who wants to treble? Says Liam Morrissey. Um, there's loads of questions like this coming up. Um, Tiger Trace. We've already got the, the other thing, the World Club thing under our belt and the Super Cup. So, yeah. Tiger Trace has definitely win the FA Cup. Uh, he's definitely going up there. An unbearable, destined, an unbearable treble, lads, would be unreal. Well, it wouldn't be a treble. It'd be a quintuple. Would it be? Yeah. Quint, oh, because fucking two right world class and them other two trophies. Because... Man City called themselves the Formidables last year, thrown in the charity shield. Yeah. Jose Mourinho claimed the treble at United when he won the FA Cup, the Europa League, and yeah. the fucking charity shield. So if they're claiming charity shields, we'll have the European charity shield. Okay. Uh, FA Cup fifth round toy, Wednesday the 4th of March, says Daz Hale. Look, there's loads of dates. It's definitely in that week. Uh, it's, yeah. it's definitely in that week. They'll probably move games and things around. You know, now that it's... 
cemented in for TV and all. Chelsea and Shrewsbury probably wouldn't have been top billing for the television, televised game, whereas Liverpool, Chelsea will. So we might, you know, nail something down soon. Yeah. Um, let me see. Tyler says, everyone talks about the Arsenal Invincible still today. It would be amazing to have that gold trophy. Yeah, it really, I think so. I, did, I said at the start of the season, just give me the league. I'm still a bit like that and see how it falls. But I, I genuinely think there will be a decision has to be made with regards to how strong we go in the league when it's won. And then yeah. you're still in the Champions League. It's massive. The Atletico Madrid thing is massive. Because it's in around the time where we probably will be securing the league. And if we get through that and we have the league won, Klopp has to make a decision then where, yeah, I'm leaving four or five out here next week because we got, I don't know, Barcelona in the next round or something like that. Uh, did you see the prices in Liverpool for hotel and flats for the parade? Says Centurion. So, I... The seventeenth of May is the last day of the season. The eighteenth of May is meant to be the date for the parade. Yes, I have seen the prices. A couple yeah. of air lads are booked. Watering. Um a couple of air lads have booked and they booked a long time ago. Um but I know I know a flight out of Dublin on the Sunday morning coming back on the Tuesday night is costing you about five hundred quid return now. And then on top of that, I know a hotel I stayed in last August was a hundred quid for two nights. And um, that's a deal I got and they're looking for five hundred quid for two nights now. Uh a breakfast roll says Dylan O'Rourke. What's in it? What's in your breakfast roll, Keith? Right, breakfast roll. Usually you've got your standard right, your sausage, yeah. Butter, I presume. Butter, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, they, this is like, I don't eat them that often, but if I was to go now, fantasy oil and stuff here, we're putting this on a Vienna roll, big whop, I think, because we're going to be filling it up. So we're going to have sausages, fried egg, rashers, pudding, spice burger, little sneaky one there, spice yeah. burger. Yeah, I was in my, uh, my in-laws there a while ago, and my sister-in-law made me a breakfast roll, put a spice burger on it. Blew my mind. I love spice burgers. Get a spice burger on your breakfast roll. Put then on a bit of sauce. Barbecues. I love them on barbecues and all, yeah. Yeah, tell you, that's a game changer. Get a spice yeah. burger on your breakfast roll. Well I'm not I'm not a big um I'm not a big egg fan. I only have omelets. Um Ah, fried egg. Snotty, dippy fried egg, boost. Yeah. Yes. Let me see. Uh I'll get back to the, the the breakfast roll now, but Tamal says I'm planning on coming from Canada for the parade. Good man. I hold my hand up and say, like, I, I, I'm getting on a flight and 25 minutes later I'm in Liverpool having me breakfast. But um, <laughs> looking forward to partying with you guys. Tamal, if you make it from Canada to Liverpool, you deserve to have as big a party as you want uh, coming from Canada yeah. to do that. Um, but back, let me see, Cardiff says he got a decent Airbnb apartment for two nights, 175 between the two of us. That's the way to go. Uh, get away from hotels at this stage. Go to BM, yeah. Airbnbs. If you can group together and get four or sixties, get a two, three-bedroom one, you probably get it for 150 quid a head for the two nights. But that's um, that's that's the way to go, Airbnb. We've done it in Liverpool. There's, there's really good Airbnbs in Liverpool, and I mean right in the city centre. They're, they're excellent. Um, flying to Manchester, uh, so said someone else. Yeah, I know people that are flying to Manchester, Leeds, Birmingham, um, East Midlands, yeah. and they're just getting the train. There's loads of different ways around it. It's just the accommodation. And if you know yeah, the accommodation Liverpool, is the killer. Or even if, you, if you're if you on a forum, a Liverpool forum, and you know lads that are going, contact them and say, look, go Airbnb. The only thing I would say about Airbnb is you need to leave the place like you found it. Yeah. Otherwise, your card is held and they will charge you to the nose. Yeah, you're so, slaughtered. As much as lads like to have a laugh, have as much laugh as you want. We we found a, a brilliant one there um, last May. 
and it was the last day of last season. And we found a lovely one. It was about two minutes walk from Liverpool. One really nice place. We had a brilliant weekend, but we just used that place to sleep in and shower. We didn't act the bollocks in it, and it was brilliant. We got a great review off the host or the owner. And when you get that, it means that when you go to book it again, you have more chance of getting it because they know yeah. you. You know that kind of way. Uh, breakfast roll for me is butter. It's um, sausages. It's bacon. It's black pudding. It's white pudding. It's hash browns and it's red sauce. Uh, let me see. T- Tiger Trace says, don't eat breakfast roll, just butter and sausages on a roll. Yep, yeah, absolutely grand. JJ Bow says, what's your worst fashion mistake beside the high heels? Have I worn high heels? I probably, I think I probably have. Um, but you'll have to remind me. Um, let me see. Is it very possible that the Premier League parade carries into the Champions League? That's another point people have made. Yeah. If Liverpool win the league and they have a Champions League two weeks later, they may postpone the parade. That's absolutely fine. What I will say for anyone going to Liverpool in the last day of the season, though, is just go and have a party. Yeah. Because I'm it's telling you, the place is going to be unreal. And it doesn't matter if we win this with seven games to go. The amount of people you look at the prices you know how many people are going to Liverpool just yeah. look at the prices it's going to be off the charts it's just going to be a party for a couple of days so just to go and enjoy it and if you happen to get a parade um, absolutely go and get the parade as well as I've said before there's, there is members of the day trippers going over to Liverpool the majority of them are going out on Sunday morning the morning of the last game of the season they're going home on the Tuesday if you email lfcdaytrippers at gmail.com um we will keep in contact with you. We might get a contact number off you. Um, look, when we find the pub we're going to, you're more than welcome to come and have a drink with us. I, I've told you before, a thick skin is all you need and a sense of humour. You'll absolutely be fine. Um, Dylan O'Rourke says, leather jacket, got a loan from the credit union for one. Good man. Good go and buy that. <coughs> Excuse Best me. investment you'll ever make. Yeah, go and get your three grand uh, and buy, um, buy a leather jacket, buy a nice pair of runners and a good mattress. Actually, I need I need a, straw, a quick straw poll. Um, I'm actually going through all the podcasts I've done with Andy and I'm clipping out the best bits just for just to humour myself. If people would like a compilation of all the best chats, let me know. And if, if enough people want it, I'll actually put it together and just throw it out on the feed and you can have that. Cut out all the little bullshit in between and just go for the mad shit that we talked about. Yeah. Uh, let me see. Liam Morrissey says... Uh, Definitely, he'll definitely be in Liverpool for the parade. So the likes of Liam, if Liam wants to contact us on our email address, we listen. We're not these people that go away and go. I'm not talking to you. We'll talk to anybody. We'll drink with anybody. Once you're in good form and once you're a bit of a laugh, we're yeah, you're our type of people. Um, have you got any set places you're going on the weekend? Uh, parade weekend, uh, boozers etc. Says Avo. No. No, usually we show up. I th- will tell you one thing. We will land in Liverpool. We will go to Shiraz on North John Street for our breakfast. And after that, then it's anyone's guess. Yeah. Anybody's guess. Um, Keith, anything else before we go? Or before anyone else throws a random question? In? No, no, I think we're, uh, we're good. I'd say our little Andy show could be, could be a good goer, all right. I'd say you might get uh, a good few, uh, an uptake on that because um, there should be enough material, all right. Which is our um, yeah. mammoth podcast. I was done, clipping so. it. I was clipping it the other night, and uh, it was the force of me done. And we got that was the night we were talking about the Easter eggs, but we were talking about yeah. skips, you know, renting a yeah. skip and all sorts of stuff like that. And believe it or not, when you cut it down, when you cut out most of the stuff, um, it's uh, only forty five minutes. Yeah, long. There's, there's only yeah, yeah. And and I just I just cut out. Uh, I just cut out. 
the best bits, to be honest with you. But if people want it, I'll absolutely do it. Uh, Dylan O'Rourke says, lads shouting out a different pod. Oh, all right, we're going to have, hold on. Lads shouting out a different pod, but the long ball street done a four or five part skit called White Teeth would recommend a very funny. Is this another pod? Is this another uh, shouting, podcast? Right. I don't so mind he's people. shouting out another pod. Yeah, he's shouting out a different podcast, but the long ball, ball street. street. I've never heard of them. Ball street, is it? Um, I, that could be, Ball Street thing. It could be. Uh, done a four or five part skit called White Teeth. Would recommend it very funny. I don't mind you calling out any podcasts on this podcast. I'm not one of those. If you have yeah. a good podcast that you heard, tell us about it because I listen to podcasts a lot of the day. Uh, random question. Where? What's the worst? Oh, what's worse? A pub full of United fans or City fans? I've never seen a pub full of City fans. Yeah, geez, uh, I've, I've never seen more than two or three of them. And United fans... I, I had this thing about United fans that they used to turn up in pubs with their jackets on. Oh, yeah. And they'd wait for United to go one or two and up and then they'd take the jacket off to reveal that Manchester United jersey. I did, and genuinely, I used to see that an awful lot. Uh, but I will look up that Long Ball Street um, thing. Getting on to the United fans, like, you know, we give them stick there. I know people in, in Liverpool look differently and see everything as their main rival, but in Ireland and in Dublin, you know, you know that are the main rivals because we're sort of split, you know, yeah. Liverpool, United, blah, blah, blah. City, uh, you get all the new crowd. We had it with Chelsea as well. New fans jump on Chelsea and then jump on City. But you know, you know, you really are the along with ourselves. They're the the flag bearers. They're the the the, the benchmark. And even though you know, you know, your fans was a smell of their sisters gay off all of them. They're all Jeez, incest can't merchants. Say that. But cut it out. There's a smell off them, <laughs> and they're you know, but they are. They're knowledgeable in a way. They they are a big club with a big history, and they're very similar to ourselves. Even though there's a lot of stick goes back and forward, um, you know, I do have a grudging respect for them. The others not so much. The others gonna go and show you. Yeah, um, I'm not too sure you're allowed to say that, but what, what can I do? That, uh, I can do. You respect man, you know you. No, 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 no. Do that bit. Dylan Rook confirms. Yeah, it's Ball Street. The pod is called Long Ball Street, and it's over now. But it's very funny. I'll go and look at it. Um, I'll, I'll go and look at it. Uh, anybody that was listening to the club last night would have seen that there's a new sponsor there, uh, Pitch Footy. Uh, go and check out their um, check out their app. It's basically it's an app for football fans to give their opinions on their own team. Um, they will be sponsoring that podcast until the end of the season, and they give us stats to work on. They give us loads of different bits and pieces, and uh, I'm going to download the app. But I have to. Do, I'm going to actually do it straight after this. I'm going to do a video for them where I ask a question. And I throw it out there and people actually reply with video messages. So it's a really good thing. Go and have a look at it. Uh, let me see. Jono says, before the season, I just wanted the league, but now he wants the treble. Yeah, I know a lot of people like that. Uh, Liam Morrissey says, <laughs> you got yourself in trouble here, Keith. My bro was a United fan, lol, but he's sound. I've tried converting him to Liverpool, but no success. You'll never convert him. And as much as you don't like him, you know, it is to him. Um and that's yeah. that that's uh that's how it is. But don't be minding Keith uh with what he said. I'm not even gonna cut it out. I'm just gonna leave it in leave there. Leave it in there. But, um, Keith will take all the abuse. He doesn't care. Uh how much is the table in Pop World the night of the last game? I'm not too sure, Dylan. Uh you can I'm sure if you ring them or um email them or get them on Twitter and they will let you know. It's Pop World's okay, there's much better places in Liverpool though. Let's let's be honest about it. Um what's the plan for the rest of the week, Keith? What are we do? Is there anything more to do? You know, I'm going to watch on loop. I'm going to watch Liverpool's under-19s against Shrewsbury and just enjoy the performance. Okay. Um, and 
that's it then until we're back in act. When are we next playing? Um, we're not back. Months till, away, yeah, we're not back. Weeks. What date today? The fourth. So what's that? Tuesday, Wednesday, fourth, eight. Is it the fifteenth of February? Something like that. Yeah. Um, we're it's away. Like Norwich away. Way to Norwich, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So I hate these little breaks. <laughs> I know it's good for the players to have a, a break. Yeah. But I do hate them myself. Yeah. Um. Liam says Keith makes him laugh. Dylan says, "Don't be minding Keith. Your brother doesn't smell like your." Sisters, whatever. Uh, so the, the Dylan is backing up. Uh, do you play the kids in the FA Cup final if the treble is on? Said James Money. Great show. What happens if they get through Chelsea and they happen to get a club? Did Newcastle win tonight? They did, yeah. Right. Uh, but what happens if they get through the fifth round, which is the fifth round is like the quarter final, isn't it? Or the sixth round is the quarter final. I don't know. Yeah, the way six is the quarters. But do you start building up and getting more and more serious? Um, as you get to the final, or do you just keep giving these lads a go if they if they keep going and get them doing well? Yeah, see, I think there'll be a mix and match. I think there will be a few of them will go in. Um, the draws actually on the telly here. I'm looking at it. There's a few. Um, Newcastle they play Sheffield. Oh, not Sheffield Wednesday. They they have a handy enough draw in the next round. West Brom or something like that. And uh, there's a few teams in there that if you were to draw them, you'd say right. Put a few of them young fellas in. And, I mean, we won't get Man City in it. They'll probably get uh, Ballymun United or something in the next yeah, round. Yeah. Customary, um, Bourne yeah. Albion or something, you yeah. know. But if you want to get a nice draw, their then, ball, I, I their think ball, it is going to depend. Their ball it must be roasting hot in that fucking draw when they go in. Yeah. You know, it must be roasting hot. Yeah. Um, let me see. Megan says Spurs versus Southampton on tomorrow night should be... Uh, worth to watch yeah I think that'd be a great game especially after watching Southampton against us for 45 minutes anyway on Saturday yeah, and Spurs on the back of that win against City and that's that's one that, that Mourinho will definitely be targeting you know even if he doesn't make top 4 he'd be looking at that and he's a good chance of top 4 now because Chelsea don't want it you know you yeah. don't want it and, Spurs and they are on the there. open the Spurs are motoring yeah um, if you're in Liverpool on Sunday says Chris come and cheer LFC women who are playing Everton at Goodison Tickets still available online. Chris goes to an awful lot of um, LFC ladies games. I've put Chris forward to the Red Men TV to be a writer for the Liverpool ladies. He better take it up because um, I don't know anyone that has is more interested in uh, Liverpool ladies than he is. And he brings his daughter to all the games, so fair play to him. JJ yeah. says, Keith knows his stuff and don't think he realises how funny he is. Or does he, lol? Well, that's JJ. JJ's my agent, you know, so... Yeah. Uh, Yep. Thanks, JJ. I think you need to stop telling people. Stop coursing. Yeah, you need. I don't. I don't mind coursing, um, but telling people they smell like certain things is um, just a certain. You won't get a match. You won't get a match of the day. Let's put it that way. I talk more sense than Jermaine Genius and Danny Murphy put together. That's correct. And you did. And you you would do if you didn't open your mouth. Just stay silent. Stare at the camera for forty minutes and go home. And just melt yeah. sister's gay at the screen stop. and stop. leave her at that. Yeah, okay, right. I'm but I wouldn't be saying it, I'd just be melting it. <coughs> yeah, yeah. All right, fair enough. <laughs> You're a prick. Right. <laughs> uh, listen, we're out of here. Um, the Reds are in the, the fifth round of the FA Cup because the young lads went and done the business and uh, I couldn't be happier. All the fume over the week with regards to Klopp and how much Liverpool have caused Shrewsby and money, how much Klopp doesn't give a shit, how much Liverpool don't care, how much he don't respect trophies. Statman Gaz will be absolutely losing, his plot, losing the plot somewhere in Manchester as we speak. Keith, thanks a million for joining us. 
pleasure as always good stuff uh with regards to podcasts let me think let me think it's tuesday we'll try to get one in before the end of the week i'm trying to get hold of andy so gavin andy can have another big chat in this little break i'll try to do something like that the club will be back up next monday obviously and in between anything i can come up with i'll absolutely go and do thanks for watching thanks for listening you've been amazing the questions have been amazing the comments have been amazing you always are every night uh you come up trumps thanks a million over now so I heard from my sister's friend's cousin that Kohl's has the lowest prices of the season and had to see for myself. For real, the deals are so good. I got my kids summer tees for $5.99, a cute swimsuit for myself for $17.99, and a shark vacuum for $199.99, which will be great after sandy beach days. I got Kohl's cash too, and I got it all in less than an hour with free store pickup. So yeah, summer, I'm ready for you. Select styles ends May 23rd. Some exclusions apply. See store or kohls.com for details. Turn off your laptop. We're on staycation. I'm on TotalWine.com. They have so many rosés, chardonnays, and proseccos. It feels like a real vacation. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, ridiculously low prices. Total Wine and more. Sports Social Podcast Network.